What's going on everybody? Good evening. This is one of the rare times I get to broadcast in the evening. I mean, it doesn't fucking matter when I broadcast the podcast because you just listen to it fucking whenever. But it makes a huge difference because Morning Ron is not the same as Evening Big Ron the Champ. You know what's weird? I always mention this, the order of adjectives. Because if I didn't say big first, it sounds weird. I think I think size comes first in the order of adjectives. You know, um, scent. Like if you said smelly big Ron, people would be like, what the fuck is that? But if you said big smelly Ron, I'd be like, what? Okay, that's it's still hurtful, but at least the adjectives are in order. Um, anyway. So, how's everybody doing? I, um... Usually I have to talk to my ma or get caught up on my phone calls in the evening, but I'm a little spaced out. So instead of uh, trying to, to get myself coherent enough for a conversation, I'll, uh, I don't know. I'll just talk to you guys. It's a lot easier that way because, you know, there's no one talking in the other direction except for all these goddamn voices in my head. Mostly I just keep talking to silence those because uh, as soon as I go quiet, they get so much fucking louder. Holy shit, it's like a fucking, uh, I don't even know what to compare it to. I had such a, anyway, regardless, I had such a wonderful day today with a few exceptions. Uh, everything was going so well. You know, it's colder than fuck, but the fucking sun was shining. So I was so happy. And we got to drive out of town, which also makes me really happy. I just love driving out of town. It doesn't matter if I'm not, even if I'm working, I just enjoy it so much. My, my happiness, my happy place is on the fucking road. The open road is, uh, has always been my favorite fucking place, you know, for better or for worse, you know, it's just like the, because there's always a chance, you know, things will go well, no matter what, you know, even if things often go to shit, it's like there's always a hope, you know, you do the same fucking shit every single fucking day, it's like, you know, it might be for better or for worse and not the worst, but it's like there's no hope that things could get any fucking better, you know, if you don't know, it's kind of nice in a way, you know. It's so fucking weird how, uh, doing, or sorry, like you find comfort and then breaking from your fucking routine or your comfort zone is one of the most painful, stressful things, but then not doing that is even worse somehow. It's like just doing the same shit every single day without ever being able to ever change that anything. It's like also one of the worst tortures. It's weird. You know, I, like I say, I always got to look at both sides. So anyway... We've been doing pretty well for low factor customers. Like uh, we have this factor, a scale from one to 10, how irritating a fucking customer is. And uh, we've been doing really well. Uh, we've been getting more young customers. Now, like I say, it's not fair to fucking, it's ageism to profile people, but in general, young people, for whatever fucking reason, they don't demand our attention. They don't constantly need like to be like, for you to pay attention to them while you're working and be reassured and like, you know, it's just like little kids. It's like, I don't know, maybe it's like little kids and like after, like post 40 people, 50, 60, maybe I'll be like that too. Like, look at me, look at me, oh my God, look at me. Like, the, you know, every time I see people working, um, maybe they revert back to that, I don't know. But I, I think it might be a technological thing. Like, you know, we, uh, our age and younger, you know, I guess 40 minus, um, you know, we know there's like Netflix, there's video games, there's so much fucking shit you could be reading or looking at. There's, I, um, 
I can't imagine watching people work and trying to fucking bust their balls and just ask some stupid fucking questions and like try so hard. Uh, they, they run down the same list of questions. One thing that's it's easy to answer these fucking questions is all the same fucking questions. No one, no, like rarely you get a curveball, but that's more like, um, it's unanswerable. It's not like it's uh, someone like well, the other day was some guy, it's just like, it's just like a tired old cliche or something. Somebody's like, hey, where have you been hiding? I, like the guy that just hadn't seen me for a while, so in his mind he assumes I'm hiding from him. It's like, I don't know who the fuck you are, but uh, if I had any chance to hide from me, I promise you I would, and I wouldn't tell you where it was, because that would kind of defeat the fucking purpose, now wouldn't it? You fucking annoying shit heel. Anyway, uh, the other one would be like, uh, like the one guy that used to just shout slogans at us. He'd be like, lock and load, boys! Lock and load! I feel like I already went over this. <laughs> It's just on my mind. Anyway, um, or uh, he'd ask the question, are we winning or are we losing? And it's like completely arbitrary. Like, what the fuck? It's completely abstract. What are you winning? What? Are, who's losing or winning what? What the fuck are you talking about? Just things like that. I really like that uh, That one, uh, one One movie I really enjoy is... Um, God damn it. Who, what am I talking like that? Uh, one movie I really liked anyway was fucking... A Few Good Men. Fuck. I had to pause for like 10 minutes to remember the name of this fucking movie. I love that whole fucking movie, but if you guys ever, uh, I mean, if you haven't seen that movie, what the fuck are you doing? All right. Um, that's, a, that's a fucking masterpiece right there. And actually, uh, one thing Rob Reiner was saying about that movie uh, was that he made it so that you could watch it anytime and you wouldn't know necessarily if that took, movie took place in the 70s, 80s, 90s, or even 2000s. I don't know if he said that, but. Um, basically was saying a lot of this shit it just like you wouldn't it's not really uh stuck like like there's so many of this shit that uh i don't know i can't fucking uh, express thoughts clearly but anyway he was saying that you could you wouldn't know exactly when the fucking thing was obviously we know it's from the 90s but uh this he was saying he was trying to make it not so fucking obvious and clear like date everything is all dated and shit um Anyway, regardless, I, 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 that's not even the point. The point is, is it's a fucking wonderful performance. So well written, so well performed. Uh, even if you guys don't have time to watch the movie, whether you've seen it or not, um, just watch the fucking scenes with Jack Nicholson. Like, fuck. That's one of his best performances. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. That's one of his best performances of all time. Just a fucking, ah, oh, so, I don't know. Anyway, um... But yeah, uh, at, he, Tom Cruise goes to this newsstand and like buys his fucking newspaper, whatever the fuck. And uh, the guys are just <laughs> him and the new the guy that owns the news center, just like saying cliches back and forth. And I don't know, I just I always like that scene, <laughs> just like because that's so much interaction. Just these tired old fucking cliches, just like yeah, the Rolling Stone guys, no moss. And it's just like yep, no uh, work hard, play harder. I, I don't even remember what they are. I just know that they're just <laughs> batting them back and forth. It's just fucking. <laughs> not saying anything but they're both enjoying it like they do this every single fucking day i mean it's a pretty fucking intense movie so it's nice to have a little bit of comic relief there's so many great fucking actors in that one anyway what am i here to fuck give you guys movie reviews yeah that is one one part of my show so don't fucking break my balls but uh i'm trying to give you guys a review of my fucking day um i'm just trying to oh yeah anyway <laughs> there's no point in me getting so fucking worked up and upset about shit unless I can come here and try to fucking share these things with you guys so anyway two things that just fucking got me today the one is we're delivering these chairs real easy fucking delivery easy peasy no problem the lady was just so far up our ass like just fucking 
with the stupid questions, the stupid comments, the stupid annoying fucking shit. And for some reason, this side of this house is one of these houses that's been modified so many fucking times, it's almost impossible to try to explain to you this exact fucking house. I've seen thousands and thousands of fucking homes in my life. I've done residential work for so long. And when I tell you something is bizarre, you can take that to the fucking bank. I mean, just, I don't know what you're going to do at the bank with that, but you you can trust me is what I'm trying to say, okay? It's not a cliche. you got to be on your toes for those. Ready to go. Um, oh, fuck. I was supposed to call the bank. Fuck. God damn. Fucking, uh, anyway, the, um, the ladies, like, got me with this fuck. It's not one customer's fault. It's thousands of customers that have built up this fucking anger, this fucking bile inside me, this fucking bitterness when they say stupid shit. It's not just hearing it once, it's hearing it like hundreds of fucking times. She's like, oh, the, the, the chair should fit in this door. It's like, now you use that word should. Why the fuck should this chair fit? Are you implying that you've measured both either, sorry, not even both, either the chair or the door? Do you have numbers for those? Why should it fit? What is the fucking basis of that sentence? What is the purpose of that fucking sentence? Like, are you telling us that you measured either? I know you didn't. Who's this facade for? Who's this fucking... Who's this monologue for? Are you trying to strike up a conversation while we awkwardly try to carry this furniture through this fucking door? Now, the thing is, is I don't even measure anymore. Usually I can eyeball within a fucking centimeter or a quarter inch, depending, or two quarter inches, I don't know, yeah, or, did I just say two quarter inches? Oh, for fuck's sakes, or a half for the, the layman. Anyway, uh, four eighths of a fucking inch, I can, no, I'm, I'm pretty precise by eyeballing doorways after, uh, after that stage of my fucking life, so I can get it to within an inch. Regardless, I don't even fucking measure, because with someone that fucking stupid, a measurement isn't gonna do it. I have to demonstrate in front of their stupid fucking eyes whether or not something's gonna fit. And even then they still won't fucking believe me a lot of times. Cause the fabric of fucking time, as along with all laws of physics and fucking everything existing in fucking 3D reality, still is not like, um, can't compare with what they think should or should not be based on their fucking feelings. Like as far as she was concerned, that door and that fucking chair like one should have been smaller than the other and that's not based on any fucking measurement sense of space awareness or anything like that <sighs> regardless it, it wasn't even, it didn't even end there it didn't even end there because that one cuts through me like a fucking dagger like an ice pick to the fucking brain it should fit why why anyway i let it go i let it go i just fucking grit my grind my fucking teeth you know, and then and, and I get the fucking thing through the god. It did fit. You know what, guys? It did fit. But she wasn't happy with that. She waited till we got it like 40, 80% through. I'm giving you two different fucking moments because she, she was talking us through the entire thing. She's like, oh, 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 yep, yep, yeah, it fits. Yep, yep, guys, it fits. Like, while we were carrying the thing through the fucking door. Like, I could have told you it'll probably fit. I can't even tell you that it definitely will until I get it fucking through. And she's watching us and going, oh, yep, yep, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's fitting, it's fitting. It's like, God damn it. Like, are you fucking, like, why are you fucking with me right now? 
I just, I can't imagine doing this to anyone. I can't imagine following someone around who's doing a job. Like, you know what? That should work. Yep, that should go. Yep. Yep. Like the pizza guy shows up. You know what? You should be able to bring that right up here. That should fit right up here. Yeah, I should be able to eat that. Should be hot. Should taste good. You know, it should have pepperoni on it. You know what? You know what? Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, you're getting out of the car. Yeah, you're almost there. Like, I, I, I don't understand doing that to someone. Like, I, I'm doing it as a joke right now, and I can feel my blood pressure going up. I'm just, <laughs> why the fuck? What's your problem? Like, someone's making your sandwich at Subway? I couldn't even imagine trying to make a sandwich for somebody while they're busting my fucking balls the whole time. Yeah, you know what? You should be able to get all that. Yeah, yeah that that's the meat right there. Yeah, you should be able to get a couple more slices of cheese on there. Yeah, right at the end. It should fit. Uh, yep, yeah, it's on there. The cheese, how about a couple, how about a couple pieces of ham? You should be able to get a couple more. Yep, yep, there it is. Like, oh, fuck. Anyway. I don't know why this shit... It's it's not just one fucking person. Like I said, it's like hundreds of goddamn people. And it just fucking wears on you. And it fucking adds up. And it's a cumulative... Oh, my fucking God. Anyway. <laughs> the next one was even worse. The, the fucking thing actually didn't fit. It was a washing machine in a closet. And the lady just kept saying that it should fit. And uh, did you? And then just kept like fucking telling us that it should fit. And it's like, lady, I fucking swear to God, no one wants this fucking thing in here more than me. Can you please stop busting my balls? Just hovering around us the whole time. And then she's like, oh, the last one was a little bit bigger. Actually, the last one was a little bit smaller. I'm like, based on what? What are the measurements? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. It's like, yeah, don't, don't even fucking bother. Like, you didn't measure the door. You didn't measure the fucking thing. You you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. You're just saying that it should go in because you fucking want it in there. Like, holy fuck. I don't understand it at all. Or someone will be like, like, you're measuring their doorway. It's like fucking 28 inches. They're like, it's 36. Like, close, close. Like, when every fucking last quarter inch, 16th of an inch counts... Like, how the fuck are you off by, like, a foot? <laughs> now, I can tell you why most people believe their doorways are 36 inches. Because to beat code, they have to be 36 inches. Now, that's the fucking doorway. Before you put the goddamn door jams, the fucking door frame... I'm sorry, door frame, door jams, the fucking door itself, the fucking every single goddamn thing, and then you end up with an opening that's some way around fucking, like, you know... 30 inches if you're fucking lucky but you've got six inches of all this fucking extra shit now unless you're going to remove the entire goddamn door then you don't have a fucking 36 inch fucking opening but i don't know it, it's just like a constant battle you got to fucking constantly battle with people about this shit and it's like why would you go up to someone with a measuring tape who's measuring and then tell them the fucking measurement even if it were right now people with right measurements never Never, never have I had someone with a proper measurement interrupt you while you're measurement, measuring because those are rational people who understand that you're doing something and to interrupt someone who's doing something, especially by sh shouting numbers, which are, even if they were the correct numbers, would be like so fucking unbelievably annoying. Um, unfortunately, that's not the, uh, that's not the usual. There's a there's a, a, a distinct contrast between people who have money to buy things and people who are like rational and fucking intelligent. I don't know why that is. 
Um, it's I don't know if I ever need to tell this to, to you guys or anyone else, but life is not fucking fair. Um, I don't know if this this fucking truth has been fucking this this is your truth or this is my truth. This is objective fucking truth. Life is not fair. Sometimes you know things are they balance out in a way. It's like so fucking random um, that to, I mean if you. I don't want to keep shitting on people's beliefs, but um, if you believe there is a fucking grand balance, whether it be enforced by some religion or karma or some fucking magic spirit or whatever, to believe that there is some balance in the universe that makes everything fair, God fucking bless you or whatever the fuck you believe in bless you. Um, I don't want to take that from anyone because I understand the necessity to believe that. I don't. <laughs> And it's fucking... I mean, I, I find life is so much easier once you accept that. Once you accept that things are not going to be fucking easy, and things are not fair, and bad things happen to good people, and good things happen to bad people, and uh, whatever. Once you accept that, I find life... It's not easy, but it's easier to... Um, like, life is, is rough, but it's a lot easier to handle things. It's a lot easier to fucking just... Um, like, I, me, it sounds negative, but I expect every day to be a big heaping pile of fucking disaster shit. I expect everything to go wrong. I expect everyone I meet to be a fucking nightmare. And then when they're not, I'm like, thank fucking God. Like, it's so fucking wonderful. I'm so goddamn happy. And then when someone is a fucking nightmare, I'm, I'm already prepared for that. It's not like a huge shock. Um, but anyway... Like, my whole fucking week is all completely fucked up because some fucking nutcase uh, receptionist has, like, changed my fucking doctor's appointment time, like, I think five or six times by now. She is so fucking spun. Like, she's very nice. Like, she should be an art teacher or something. I'm not trying to shit on art teachers. I love them. I love that they do that. But she has that type of, like, totally spun out fucking mentality of an artist that can't... Well, not an art teacher, because that would have to take place at a certain time. Someone that has no grasp of fucking time. I'm just trying to express how fucking spun out this lady is. Now... I sometimes lose track of fucking time, but also I'm not a fucking receptionist at a doctor's office in charge of, of making all the fucking appointments. Like, I can't even tell you how fucked up my entire week is now because this lady keeps fucking switching my appointments on me and, and I keep going in there. I don't know, maybe she really likes me and just wants to keep seeing me. I would like that so much more if she were intentionally fucking screwing me, but she's just so fucking spun out. She has no fucking idea what the fuck she's doing. And it's like... It's okay to be bad at a fucking job, but I think at some point you have to accept, I suck at this, I'm not getting better, I'm ruining everyone's fucking life. I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Like, this is actually affecting my health greatly because I actually need to get a goddamn prescription refilled, and now I'm going to be really fucked up. So, it's like, you're, you're fucking with my health, you're fucking with my life, you're fucking with a bunch of other people's lives by extension, just out of sheer fucking incompetence. Like, at some point, you gotta be like, okay, maybe I should do something else. Like, uh, I don't even fucking know. I take back the art teacher thing, because I, I think that would... I, I think to teach an art class would take a lot more fucking ability. And yeah, you'd have to keep track of fucking time. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Um, but it's just like a, a job where all you're, all you're doing is managing time. I think... Uh, huh, fuck, anyway. I, I don't like to criticize people, you know. For all I know, she's doing her best, and uh, she's probably fucking mentally ill. Um, 
I don't fucking know. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but it's just like, holy shit, how many fucking times are you going to fuck with me? Oh, God. It's like um, my favorite fucking driving school is Etobicoke Driving School. But the fucking guy working at the goddamn fucking, like, the, the receptionist guy was just this feisty old man that was such a fucking knob. He was so hard to deal with. And it was just, like, all these reviews were like, oh, my God, you call this place, and it's so hard to deal with this guy. He can't give you directions. He's just such an asshole. And it's like, well, dude, what is your fucking problem? Like, get another fucking job. You suck so bad at this. And the worst part is, it's not like the school sucks. The guy who runs the place is a fucking wonderful person. The fucking everyone else there is great. I got such a good good driving school there. I recommend the place 100%. Hopefully that feisty old prick is fucking... I don't know. Honestly, I always like the guy. I like people that are total dickheads sometimes. Um, but I, I understand how that's not so good for business. <laughs> oh, God. I like an old guy with some sass. Anyway, I love you all. Um, I got so much shit to do now. I um, I like telling people how busy I am. Fuck. You ever do that? Tell people how busy you are? Instead of just being busy? <laughs> if you have to tell people how busy you are, you're obviously not busy enough. Anyway, I love you all. Thank you for listening. I really needed a vent just now. And uh, I feel a lot better. So thanks again. I love you. Be well. Ron, welcome back, Big Ron the Chip, here on Big Ron the Chip's podcast. How's everybody doing? Do any of you guys remember the champ? Not Big Ron the Chimp, but the champ who preceded him. The one I stole a title from. No, uh, I stole that imaginary title from. What's it called? Uh, he was on the radio. It was a guy, he, he like just mis- he misunderstood people. Like someone would be like, uh, there was a guy named Jack on a horse... And then he asks the guy's wife to help Jack off the horse. And he's like, I said, pardon. And then he just goes on a tangent about, like, fucking beating the guy up. I lose it. I fucking throw haymakers to his solar plex. Uh, shit like that. I don't know. Fuck, I can't remember anything. I just know it all It all starts from, like, some misinterpretation. Someone says some sort of double entendre. He takes it the wrong way. And then he just gives this ridiculous description of, uh, of assaulting a person. <laughs> which is obviously hilarious. And then he ends it off with his tagline, which is, Ever since I've been the champ. And, uh, I don't know, I always enjoyed it. As far as radio goes, holy fuck. Listen, guys, sometimes it feels like life sucks or times are hard. You remember how shitty radio used to be? Before we had podcasts? Before you had this fucking insane, fucking endless selection of people to listen to. You were forced to listen to whatever horse shit. Now, again, I use the term forced. <laughs> You're not fucking forced. I'll tell you, and I use the same comparison to religion. When people um, compare atheism to religion, the ironic thing is they're completely denouncing religions and, 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 and putting a negative connotation on it. But... By, by trying to define atheism as a religion. And I'm like, atheism is a religion just as much as uh, not listening to the... Or my favorite radio station is not listening to the radio. Ironically, that is exactly what I listen to. Um, you know, the sound of silence. Not the sound of silence by fucking Paul Simon. Um, but... Uh, you know what? Maybe Garfunkel didn't do much as far as making the music... But if he didn't have that name, 
it wouldn't be nearly who the fuck remembers Paul Simon the most fucking boring name on the planet but Simon and Garfunkel where the fuck you'll never forget that fucking name Garfunkel has the word funk in it like you know what I mean that's a fucking that, that name's got some spunk it's got some funk it's got some spunk so Paul Simon can fuck off I'm having this imaginary feud with Paul Simon he might not even be alive anymore <laughs> actually I absolutely love his fucking music um I don't know. It's like music. It's it's like uh, food. You know, it's like it, it, whether it tastes good or not. It's not the point. It has to. It has to accompany the certain fucking mood. You know what I mean? Like, it's like it's not as easy as uh, like in um, like memno no memno. That's all. That's the. Um, that's Hungarian for uh, good or no good. It's not that simple. You have to have the right... Do you ever find yourself constantly fucking skipping through music selection? This relates back to what I was saying about having an insane selection and access to fucking every single fucking song or book or show or movie at your fingertips, you know? Um, regardless... Fuck, I keep losing my train of thought, guys. Oh, anyway, you end up with like this fucking 3,000 fucking song fucking list um and you're skipping 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 it's not that you don't like these songs these songs have to accompany you know you think your life is a fucking movie you've got to score your fucking movie you got to have the right soundtrack at the right time okay that is key you know you got to listen to certain music while you're working out you gotta listen to certain music while you're feeling sad and blue you know you gotta listen to certain fucking shit the other thing is, and I know I've fucking said a lot of this stuff already, but you can go fuck yourself. The big... Okay, sorry. Let me give an exception. I don't deal in absolutes. You know this. I like to always see both sides of everything. Multiple sides. Sometimes more than two. Not everything's fucking black and white. Um, except for maybe a colorblind person. You ever think of that? Why don't you start thinking about that? Stop being so fucking selfish. Some people can't see color. <laughs> Oh, anyway, back to fucking my uh, critique of the fucking <laughs> radio. You ever listen to this fucking morning show and it's just people chuckling like fucking retards? Now, I know I fucking laugh like a retard from time to time. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sorry enough to stop. But <laughs> it's just like, I don't fucking want to listen to these fucking morons again. You always have the option of turning your fucking radio off. Unless you're in a Clockwork Orange-like situation or you're at that fucking... That hippie fucking get-together I was at with the jam session, that stupid fucking kid who wouldn't stop fucking mumbling fucking retardedly into the goddamn microphone, then you're not listening against your will. You're willingly fucking listening. But that being said, I'm also saying the opposite, where you didn't have any, you didn't have, you had very little other options, okay? Back in the back, back in my day, what are you going to do? Bring your record player along with you. Actually, I did have a fucking record player. It was battery powered. It was a little suitcase. See, now I'm like the most anti-fucking person. Uh, anti-person. I'm an anti-person. Um, I'm the most... Um, Jesus fucking Christ. I don't like material possessions. Now, I wasn't always like this. I used to find fucking a lot of joy in material possessions. I used to appreciate their value. Um, like my, I had toys growing up that were like my best friends. That's not sad at all, okay? Fuck you. Well, 
it wasn't just that my toys were, were, were special because they were fucking toys. I just, um, it's because we, we would play like these insanely overcomplicated fucking um, games like, like me and my brothers. Especially my oldest brother was insanely creative. So he would he would create these entire fucking imaginary worlds that we would like play. Whether it was with toys, whether it was with, um, you know what I mean, just like acting out ourselves or playing guns or some sort of war game. And I remember my brother's an amazing actor. Like he's done a profession, but he's always been insanely good at anything, especially involving Garrett's. He's absolutely fucking... He's way too talented for his own good. Don't let him know that. He's also an egomaniac. He's a fucking asshole, too. Both my brothers are egomaniacs and absolute fucking assholes. Uh, I don't mind saying... <laughs> I don't think they listen to this shit, so I don't give a fuck. Actually, I, I prefer that they only listen to this episode where I'm calling them fucking assholes. You guys know my brothers? They're assholes. Fuck, I'm an asshole, too, so I don't mind. Um, regardless, they're both insanely intelligent and talented in their own ways. Maybe not so much as me. I got all the good looks, so fuck, what am I going to complain about? Anyway, um, I always like being a good guy, and I always like winning. And I like people being nice to me, you know? I was, a, I was a soft little marshmallow of a fucking kid when I was really little, you know? And uh, my brother, he always liked being a bad guy. Um, and, I always, and I asked him, like, why do you want to be a bad guy? Like, you know what I mean? You know, you watch a movie, or you watch a show, or you play these fucking crazy-ass games... It's like, no one likes the bad guy. The bad guy's the bad guy. Do I need to say this? What an idiot. Anyway, he's like, I always, at the end of everything, he always dies. And he would put on the fucking most epic performance when he was dying. It could take a fucking hour for this guy to die. It's fucking dinner time. And this guy's been dying for 45 fucking minutes. <laughs> he's so fucking... Oh, my God. He's fucking awesome. Uh, anyway. But, uh... So, anyway, so our, our toys weren't just fucking uh, toys. They weren't just hunks of fucking rubber plastic. They all had, like, this insane backstory. And, like, they, they all had, like, their own personality. They're, like, so, there's so much fucking plot in, in, in all of them. And, um, and it was great, too. I, well, I mean, some, if you get, like, an X-Man toy or something, you know, he has his own backstory. You know, you got the cartoon show. Transformers, you know, they got their own fucking shit. But you could add to it. And, um... I liked it when, when we had to make it up ourselves. It was fucking great. And, like, if my brother got a new toy, it would be, like, a whole fucking thing. It would be, like, a whole mystery. Like, you'd tell us, like, weeks in advance, and then you'd be wondering, who the fuck is this new guy going to be? And uh, he had this one guy that lit up, and, like, it was this whole fucking thing. He turned out all the lights, and, like, this guy was, like, the, I don't know. He was so good at building fucking suspense and um, all this shit. Anyway, uh, I remember, I'm pretty sure he was a teenager by this point. Me and my brother were kids and still want to play, and this guy was probably just too old to fucking be interested in it anymore. You know, when you get to that teenage stage. Want to go smoke dope with your friends, listen to that rock and roll music. And I don't know why I'm saying this like an old person. I was a kid at the time. I was outraged. I was like, this is an asshole. And uh, I remember he got so fucking lazy with the writing. You see this, they do this on shows. They start phoning shit in really fucking, not even trying anymore. And I remember it was Christmas, so we got all these new toys. So each one of them would needed a fucking story about why they showed up, who they were, where they came from. And he just played the portal card. He's like, oh, this giant portal opened up from another universe, and all these guys just came fucking blasting through. And that was the end of my oldest brother participating in our fucking imagination and childhood. I didn't know at the time. I thought the portal was really fucking cool. But then I was like, what the f a fucking portal? Are you fucking kidding me? All these guys came from another universe? Which one? Like, fuck. 
Ah, what an asshole. Anyway, <laughs> it was great up until that fucking point. Oh my god, I don't want to admit this. I'd rather admit to like fucking pedophilia or steroid use. Those have been equated in the past. But I used to play Dungeons and Dragons as a kid. Okay, there, I said it. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. There's no overlap there between steroid use and Dungeons and Dragons. Actually, no, I do know a guy that used to do steroids. I never out anyone, but he's long since vanished into the fucking abyss. One of those guys. And he used to play Dungeons and Dragons. And if you knew this guy, you'd laugh your ass off because he's like the most big jacked fucking scary looking guy you've ever seen on the planet. And he was such a fucking asshole. He used to play Dungeons and Dragons. I can't even imagine. I mean, I'm sure at some point he had to be a kid, but he was an asshole then. And um, he used to fucking, all the guys kept teaming up and killing him. And he kept fucking uh, trying to kill them every single fucking time. His own team. Like, he kept trying to kill them. So finally, one day at school, he said, Why do you guys keep killing me, man? What the fuck? <laughs> it's so funny, because you got to know his accent. He can't, he, remind, he reminds me kind of, or Joey Diaz kind of reminds me of him, because he's a, he's a Latino dude, kind of, well, he's Italian, Latino, fucking, whatever the fuck he is. He's uh, dyslexic in five languages, he used to say. Um... But anyway, he's just like, why do you guys keep fucking killing me? And um, they're like, you keep fucking attacking us. And then every fucking week, you're like, I'm going to fucking kill you guys. Like, he's so competitive, right? <laughs> so he kept trying to kill his own team. So they had to kill the first order of business every game was to kill him. It's, I don't know. It's so fucking absurd. It would be so much funnier if you guys knew this fucking guy. I honestly wish that anyone could confirm the existence of this guy. Because... He was one of my best friends, and I don't know if he ever really exists, and the fact that he's vanished <laughs> doesn't fucking bode well for the uh, the, the, the concept of, or, or the, the, the fact that he's a, a real person, and that no one could understand him. I, I mean, I didn't even speak these fucking uh, four, four other languages, or his version of English most of the time, and uh, I could always understand him. No one else could, so I thought that also kind of played to the fact that maybe he's an imaginary friend. But you know what? He was nice to me and I most of the time and I felt felt safe with him, you know? He was my buddy. I miss him and I uh, I used to talk to him every morning. At least uh, I don't know. We used to work together and then I then he just I don't know. It, it's a fucking whole mess. Who knows? Anyway. I don't wanna I don't wanna talk about it. You ever, you like people that do that, they bring shit up. <laughs> it's like I'm all by myself, at least I hope. Um and uh, they bring shit up and they tell you they don't want to talk about it. It's like, oh, you're bringing it up, you fucking momo. Anyway, I'm just going to need a second here, guys. Oh, fuck, and now I'm having all these fucking flood flashbacks of fucking memories with my, one of my pals. Uh, I don't like to live in the past, but every once in a while, I'll fucking, you know, it's just like watching old movies, you know? Just watching old movies in your head. And, um... Uh, you ever have these ah, memories? Ah, you ever have those? <laughs> like, like how I act like it's a unique experience just for me. No one else. Hey, you guys know that's one of my favorite Norm MacDonald fucking things that he does. He says just a regular thing, but he's, that's like completely normal. But then you're fucking in everyday life, but he acts like it's some new thing he discovered. <laughs> hey, you guys ever try this lying? You ever try that? <laughs> You ever hear about this place in Germany? <laughs> That's such a great bit. 
Motherfucker. <laughs> they go to war with the world. <laughs> what are you, fucking Mars? Anyway, if you guys want to watch <laughs> Norm McDonald's fucking comedy, go ahead. I'm gonna, I'll be here all week uh, doing terrible impressions if you need me. You know, I used to be really good at those. <laughs> what a thing to pine for. I used to be good at impressions, you punks. Back in my day. Anyway, one of my pals, um, he used to joke constantly about how I impregnated his fucking wife and that his, his kids are actually mine. But the thing is, he joked about this for so long, I think he truly believed it. And I'm pretty sure he told them that. I've never even met his fucking wife. I've talked to her many times on the phone, but I've never met her in person. And as far as I know, I wasn't a fucking A-plus student in health class. I don't think you can get pregnant. I don't know, with modern technology, but back then, no, absolutely not. I've never... I have one fucking baby on the way that's mine. Anyway, um, I... I can't wait to meet this fucking baby. I just, uh, you know, I was just thinking back when I was talking about my brothers. It's just like how, how um, you know, and I, and I observed so many people in my life, how they just take so many great qualities, sometimes shitty ones too, but so many great qualities of their parents. I'm dying to see how this kid is going gonna, is gonna to be, you know. I, I don't know. I don't want to get all fucking sad and depressed, but, like, most of the guys in my family don't live very long. And I've, uh, I've done a lot to fucking almost ensure that so although I do want to be around for a long time I'm also like I very I don't know if I want to say comfortable but I'm like really fucking familiar with the fact that I might not be so uh I'm trying to fucking prepare for that fact like my dad had to his dad had to I mean these guys all died very fucking young you know I got one uncle left thank god but, um, ah, whatever. That's like these chumps at the fucking passport office trying to sell me a 10-year passport. I'm like, you think I'm going to fucking live or stay out of jail for 10 fucking years? Ugh. Fucking, what a ripoff. But the best was the fucking debt collectors. I, I, oh my God, did I tell you guys I got out of fucking debt? Holy shit. It was like, fucking, I don't even know. 30, 40,000, I don't even know what the fuck it was up to. I think it was something like 30,000. It's petty to talk about fucking money. But I've been drowning in fucking debt ever since I had my fucking business. Now, people would tell you, oh, if you have a business, you'll make lots of money. Whoa, there's lots of money in the trades. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. There is lots of money. But there's also lots of opportunity to sink yourself into such insane fucking debt that you'll never even fucking imagine. I, I know people that have, have way worse troubles than me. The more money you make, the more potential for debt. The more risk you have to take, and holy fuck. Anyway, I finally climbed out of my first fucking bankruptcy. Um, and my um, and all my other fucking debts, I'm pretty sure, other than my ones to uh, God Almighty and um, the, the fucking brothers at the Freemason Lodge... <laughs> Actually, uh, one guy put me, uh, a couple guys put me up for membership. Uh, I never, I've never actually joined, nor would I tell you guys if I did. That shit's all top secret. I'd have to fucking uh, shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm not good at keeping secrets. I don't know if you guys know this. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking. I'm actually really good at it. Um, I talk too much, which is actually 
one of the things where you either say absolutely nothing. In certain situations, say absolutely nothing. When it comes to cops, I love cops, but don't fucking say anything. Uh, when it comes to someone else's lawyer. When it comes to your own lawyer, you got to fucking tell these guys everything. Regardless. And doctors and, and medical professionals, I tell them everything to the point where they're like, oh my God, shut the fuck up, please. Um, and I like to torture them a little bit. Um, it's like Larry David said about hamsters. You gotta torture them a little bit, you know, that's why, that's why I have hamsters. It's, it's, it's funny because it sounds sick and twisted. But me and my, me and one of my best pals were talking about just how sadistic pet ownership is, at least 90% of it. I firmly, I don't, I don't agree wholeheartedly because I believe that a, a pet can become a member of your family and uh, probably the best member of a family, the most loving, fucking loyal, fucking companion you'll ever know. Um, now, I've never actually even had my own dog. I was never allowed to. Um, but I've, I'm terrified to become fucking emotionally vulnerable and become close to fucking anybody. So I prefer to keep my life that way. It's like I said, you know, it's like uh, one of my defense mechanisms as a kid because I was getting mugged and robbed all the time was to fucking, like, everywhere I went, it was just like, empty out your pockets, empty out your pockets, give me all your shit. Um, and so I would just walk around with nothing all the time. I mean, my clothes were so shabby and fucking used and, 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 and whatever anyway. I didn't, that wasn't a, that wasn't difficult. I mean, I made that decision at a young age to, like, stop trying to wear expensive stuff because... Uh, you know, it was like, fuck, I was poor, and I and I felt fucking really guilty that to, to ask my mom for fucking anything. She had to work so hard just to keep us alive. That was uh, more than enough for me. But then there's the other side of it, you know. It's just like my mom worked so hard to fucking raise us, and we looked like fucking hobos. <laughs> but that's the other fucking uh, downside of unconditional love. When you love unconditionally, you're going to have a bunch of fucking lazy, slovenly fucking kids... What's the point in trying, you know? You gotta withhold that love from them. <laughs> Let them know they gotta try harder to earn your fucking love and admiration and respect. Alright? <laughs> I don't know why I find that so amusing. Anyway, I love you guys unconditionally. I, uh, I'm i gonna wrap this up for now because I got a lot of fucking work to do this morning. And uh, the sun is coming up. It's a beautiful fucking day. I know I uh, started a lot of fucking uh, thoughts that I didn't finish, but uh, I would apologize, but I fucking am so sick of people apologizing for things they're just going to continue to do. Oh my god, we're at Harvey's and <laughs> it's such a shit show in there. This one is a fucking one for the books. I don't want to fucking talk shit because I would fucking die if I had to work in a fast food place, let alone a fast food place where people were fucking watching me and busting my fucking balls. But it's one of these places where there's so many fucking people back there and everyone's talking, no one's communicating. Like 100% of the orders are all fucking mixed up wrong and fucking upside down and, 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 and backwards and like you're never getting what you ordered or you're definitely never getting your entire order. But like it's just hilarious because everybody's talking and nobody's fucking communicating. It's it's just one of these situations and this is one of these universal things that applies to fucking every single part of your life. Because um, I know every job I've been at, this this occurs. Whether it's a big company, whether it's the government, whether it's a small organization, whether it's your own fucking family. Everyone's talking, nobody's fucking communicating. And this occurs constantly. I never stop talking and I never stop communicating. Oh, I was going to say this earlier. as um, This is uh, one of my... I'm also 
certifiably, verifiably, and undeniably fucking insane. So that, and I'm never, it's never like, you know, um, what I say is inadmissible. That, that's one way I've protected myself. Um, so if you either got to go completely silent or you got to go so overly over the top fucking rambling incoherent nonsense I've got hours and hours. What is this, 84 84 hours of incoherent nonsense? I'll play this for any fucking jury in any courtroom. They'll be like this guy's fucking nuts You want this guy in the stand fucking three days later? They're like, okay enough 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 And everything he says is fucking inadmissible. There you go. And, and, and then I'm excused I can't remember, I don't know, it's not the Fifth Amendment, uh, because we don't have that, uh, obviously that's an American thing, but you do have the right to not incriminate yourself, so don't fucking incriminate yourself, and believe me, don't fucking end up rambling like me like a fucking absolute nutcase to fucking try to uh, clear your name. Uh, I mean, I don't think I started out that way, but uh, anyway, tis what it is. Fuck, you know what? I, I, I forgot I was signing off here, guys. I, um, I'm i probably going to keep podcasting, so I'm hoping I'm going to remember the fucking shit that I started saying earlier. I hate it. It's like edging, you know? Uh, like when you're you're cleaning up the edge, like the outer skirts of your lawn. No, I'm obviously talking about when, you, when you're yanking it and then you don't, you're almost to completion. You stop. That, that's the best. I'm sorry to be vulgar, but that's the best compa- comparison I can fucking come up with to when I start a fucking a thought and then I don't finish the fucking thing because like in my head I know where I was fucking going with that like you guys might be like oh this fucking idiot you know you've learned to expect this from me but uh I, I when I listen I'm severely disappointed all right anyway I love you guys be well fuck I don't know what the fuck is going on here my fucking goddamn app keeps deleting all my fucking shit so i don't know which segments you guys are going to get or what in or in what order so some of the shit i'm saying is not going to make any fucking sense also my brain is also all fucked up like that where it deletes files and it fucking misplaces things and confuses them so between the fucking my brain and my fucking phone it's like you know it's a fucking mess all right guys it's a fucking mess Anyway, I was talking shit about my old partner, and I, and I was saying the reason I, I brought the guy up is because um, I was saying he was one of the most cool, calm, collected guy in the fucking world. We were like polar opposites. I was always so fucking high strung and stressed out. This guy was just so fucking uh, relaxed all the time. Like I'd sleep like a couple hours a night usually, and this guy, he fucking... He could sleep at any time, anywhere. Like, he was the most relaxed, at ease fucking person. The thing is, though, as much as I admire him for it and as much as I envy him, I, I'd i rather live with some fucking passion. I would rather try to accomplish as much as... I'd rather go through the day thinking, what can I do? How much can I do? How much can I fucking do? Uh, you know, not maybe not every day, but like most days. I think that's the, that's the fucking way to go about it. This guy... You know what I mean? Or what can I do for people? You know what I mean? What can I do for everyone else? This guy's the exact opposite. A lot of people live like this. It's how little can I do? What can I get away with, like, not doing? Like, how can I do the absolute bare minimum? How much can I take? How much can everyone do for me? How much can I, I get from everyone? And, and that's, I, I, I mean, that's the way a lot of people think. I mean, uh, it sounds like there would be a balance there, right? But it's, I don't know, it's fucked up. 
and uh, you, I, you, I think you got to find somewhere in the fucking middle because if you give too much, you work too hard, you give too much, whatever. You don't, you don't, you got to be a little bit selfish from time to time, and you definitely need to find some sort of fucking. You definitely need to find some sort of fucking inner peace, and ability to like find like I don't know. I'm not saying I I'm able to do that, but I, I definitely see the value, and I def or, or contrarily I see the fucking destruction caused by living the opposite way, having no fucking relaxation, no fucking inner peace, or like, um, you know, not not really being able to sleep or rest because you're constantly in fucking peril, whether it be imaginary or real. Mostly, it's imaginary. What's that stoic quote I just heard from one of my one of my good pals was uh, uh, man suffers most in his own mind. I don't know if that's the exact quote. I mean the quote could be fucking three thousand years old, man. I'm not like fuck, you know, it's probably in fucking Latin or Greek or fucking Persian or some shit. So don't break my fucking balls. Those ancient empires are absolutely fascinating, you know. Fuck. You can spend your entire life just trying to study one of those fucking ancient empires, like Persia or fucking Greece or whatever, and um, you wouldn't even scratch the fucking surface. You know what I mean? And then, and then by the time you learn one, you start having to learn about all the other ones, even just the ones in that fucking area. But then all over the planet, there's all these fucking mighty empires from like ancient times, and like you know, you've got centuries and centuries and centuries of fucking history that to learn, and you could never fucking learn it all. You know, I meet people all the time that have this fucking mentality that they know enough, and maybe they do, they know enough to get by, and they just don't want to learn anymore. They're even offended at any new knowledge, you know, and they just resist and fight anything new, because they're just, they're done learning. You know, it's like, well, I learned how to read, I learned how to write, I learned how to fucking turn my phone on and drive a car and fucking, you know, I'm good. You know, I don't need anything else. And, yeah, that, that is all right. I mean, that's uh, don't let me fucking uh, tell you otherwise. You know what I mean? If, if anything, in the quest for eternal peace is to fucking leave people alone to their, let them be their own way, you know? It's like Scrooge said, let me keep Christmas in my own way. And then they left him alone. He was fine. No! That's not how that went at all. Unless, but, uh, but my point being, <laughs> I always got to look at everything on, double, on two sides, at least. Um... Unless you're some magic spirit trying to help some old man find inner peace, uh, then, then fuck off. You know, leave people the fuck alone. Let them fucking be. You know what I mean? We're constantly fucking looking at others saying that they can do better. Criticizing them and fucking thinking of ways that they can fix themselves. Like, why don't you turn that shit around on your fucking self? You know? Like, uh, we all do this. I'm, I'm me included. That's why I say we. It's not just fucking yes in French. It means we. Nuestra. The Sotras. Uh -huh, no, I mean it's ours. I think. Wait, hold on. How the fuck do you say that again? Is that we? Oh, God. I don't fucking know. Now I'm all fucking... Uh... I think I'm saying our. Nuestra, nostra. The Sotras is us. Isn't that... Fuck, I don't know. I don't know why I'm having this conversation with you. I'm fucking mixing up all this fucking shit. I get mixed up with all these fucking Latin languages. Like I said, one of my best friends was teaching me Spanish. The problem was is he spoke English, Spanish, Italian, and Portuguese. But he, I was learning all of them at once. Uh, that a couple of us, like, you know, the French you start with. Um, 
and you try to learn all these languages at once, it's like fucking hard enough. Uh, I mean, but the thing is, when you're young, you're super absorbent, and this ties back into what I was saying about learning. It becomes increasingly more difficult to learn as you get older for a number of reasons. Um, for obvious reasons, your brain is very sponge-like. You absorb all this fucking shit as a kid because you're learning how to be a fucking person, you know? Most people think by the by a certain age, and some people, it's, it's all, it's, it can be any fucking age, that they've acquired enough knowledge to be a fucking person. You know, it's uh, hard to convince people that they truly want to be a better person, especially when it, well, to convince them beyond just saying shit. When it comes to just saying shit, believe me, I'm a fucking master. When it comes to actually fucking taking action continuously and devoting yourself to becoming fucking better, this is another part. It's very lonely. It gets lonelier and lonely the further you get down that road, to use a to use a metaphor. It's lonely at the top, as Jocko Willing said. I really come to like that guy. I didn't like him at first. I don't know. Some people just don't have the, the, the voice that appeals to me. I need someone like like David Goggins. I, like, you know what I mean? I really always uh, I like him. He's really angry. He has that right energy. Actually, I saw a funny fucking uh, video. I think he was on Joe Rogan. Um, and uh, that's why I call Joe Rogan to save time. I call him Joseph Rogan. Or, or just to, to spend more time. I call him Joseph Rogan. I like I like doing that. You know, uh, you got to find simple pleasures in life. You take someone who's like a household name, like any celebrity, and you just like give a different version of their name. Um, I Well, see, actually, what it, what it is is I, I hear people do this who work with these people, you know what I mean? And if someone's, like, trying to sound like a big shot, instead of saying Robert De Niro, they'll be like, oh, yeah, me and Bobby De Niro, you know, we were working together. You try, you try to make it sound like you're close with these people more uh, than anyone else. And I, it's so fucking cringy. It's so fucking, like, oh, my God, that is fucking so hurting. I don't think that there's fewer things in life that, that are more pathetic than someone trying so hard to uh, sound important or sound like, you know, well-connected or this or that. I mean, I'm one of those people, but don't get me wrong, it's fucking absolutely pathetic. I'm sure people pretend to know me all the time. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, I, I joke, but one time my brother met these guys on the subway, and I guess they're from my neighborhood. They've been to, been to a few of our legendary fucking parties, and they knew me. Um, and my brother said that and my brothers look nothing like me. I'm, very few people in my family look anything like me. I look like the fucking the gypsies that dropped me off. <laughs> That's another language uh, I'd love to learn is the Romani. Um, anyway, I was told gypsy is an offensive term, not by a gypsy. Um, but uh, anyway, I don't give a shit. I think I've made that clear already, the whole gypsy thing. Regardless, you know, I, I might find out that that's where where I am from. I don't give a flying fuck. Even the gypsies weren't for, from weren't from where people thought they were from. I'm just lucky because at least I can fucking tan my fucking skin. Uh, you know, when you come from a family of pasty white, transparent fucking people that don't even show up in a mirror, um, it's you know you, you count your fucking blessings. Um, anyway, I, I hope my I, I, I pass on some good genetics. I have a very beautiful wife. I'm very shallow like that. Um, so I hope that my kid is beautiful like her and that takes on a lot of her family genetics. But I don't know. I, I just, I think it's a fucking wonderful, magical fucking thing. You know, when you, you watch your kids or your, your kids or your family and friends, uh, they, they, they get to, you know what I mean? They pick from this buffet of genetics. And um, regardless, anyway, I, I digress. Oh, yeah, and earlier I was talking shit about my old partner. His fucking kid, I don't know how many he has now, but his little girl is like the cutest little fucking thing in the world. 
He's another one whose wife was way fucking out of his league. I don't know what the fuck we were thinking. You know, we were always thinking, like, what the fuck is this girl thinking? She can do way better. And then one of our buddies um, was like, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> he was one of these guys that said exactly what he was thinking. He's like, what are you doing with this guy? You know, we're all friends. He's like, what the fuck? How did you get mixed up with this guy? Now, this happens a lot. I love this guy, and it sounds like I'm shit-talking, because I am. Uh, he gives as good as he gets. If this guy was on here, you would hear you would hear <laughs> Big Rod getting roasted like never before. I just miss the guy, so I like to talk shit about him. That's how I reminisce. No, um, anyway, you'll see a lot of this where you'll see some fucking smoking hot babe with this fucking hurting ass fucking dude. It happens a lot. Now, a lot of times there's other reasons for this, which we don't need to go into. But a lot of times it's like, for example, these guys were immigrants. They're from uh, Ghana, right? But, like, this is so many places. When you're from a different place, it's fucking terrifying when you're from a different... I, I moved from fucking Stroud. That's a little town that just got swallowed up by fucking Barry Innisfil. I moved all the way from Innisfil. So I know what it's like to be an immigrant. No, I swear to God. <laughs> it's like fucking half an hour away. Three hours when my mom's driving. God bless her. My mom fucking... She was a fucking very careful driver. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I used to think uh, Toronto to Barry was three hours. So... Actually, on the transit system, I remember uh, my record was seven fucking hours getting from Etobicoke to fucking Stroud. Not even Barry. Stroud. Just south of Barry. You know? Or it was like a fucking, I don't know, I think it was like an hour and a half on a bicycle. It seemed like a fucking eternity. Or like a five-hour walk. Now it's like you fucking blink and you're, you're there. It's so weird how fucking small the world gets as you get older. What was my point? Moving to Toronto was like moving to another fucking galaxy. Like things I've only ever seen in movies. It was like moving to fucking Mars. Like when you're from a small fucking town. Like I remember when I was a kid growing up, there was a kid from Arizona. And he was the most exotic fucking person I'd ever met. It was so fucking... Like there's some people who were dark skinned. Even I was dark skinned. But we were all just... There was no race. There was no religion. There was no any of that. Now I act like that's unique to me. That's everyone. Kids don't give a fuck. You know why? Because none of that shit fucking matters. And when you get older, you start fucking pretending that it does. It doesn't. It never does. It never did, and it never will. Regardless, I. that being said, again, I'm going to flip-flop to the other side. Um, I am absolutely fucking uh, fascinated by other people's cultures. And, you know, so it was. It, after a while, like, it was terrifying. But after a while, Toronto became, like, one of my favorite places because I think it's the most diverse place on the planet. I think, like, the only place that could maybe even come close would be New York, New York City, but I don't think it's as integrated from what I know. You know, I'm a fucking world traveler. I've been from fucking Oshawa to fucking Hamilton and back. You know, I've been to fucking London and Paris, <coughs> Ontario. Oh, I did a whole bit of that where I was doing terrible impressions and I was just doing, like... Like, I was saying I was from Ontario, but I... Or, no, I was saying I was, like, from London, doing, like, the worst British accent ever. It was so bad, it didn't even make it. Like, I didn't even post it. That's how bad it was. Like, uh... One day I will post it, because it's just so fucking unbelievably bad. I, I can't... I don't want it to go to waste. Um, but anyway, I gotta get to work, guys. I love you all, and I'm sorry I didn't finish, uh... Oh, what I was gonna say is the same reason McDonald's is the most successful... Um, restaurant is not because it's the best. The people will substitute comfort, or sorry, they will substitute quality for comfort. And that's why you'll see 
smoking hot chicks who are immigrants with these hurting ass fucking guys because you're going to go to what you're comfortable with if they speak your language if they're from the same place you're going to stick with these people even though the people might be fucking shit <laughs> i wanted to put that a lot more eloquently but i really got to get back to work anyway i love you guys be well and uh just uh, i don't know if I, I expressed that it was a it was a, it was i think it was a good well constructed thought at some point about um, how we, we always seek out comfort, you know. So, yeah, take that fucking thought and fucking descramble it and fucking arrange it yourself and shove it up your ass. I don't give a fuck. I, I got things to do, guys. Fuck off. I got work to do.